Okay, welcome to the second episode of the No Soup For You podcast. So, I am Barry, and I am here today with my brother-in-law, Damien. Hello. So, we are going to be watching at least a couple of the episodes uh, from the first season, so we're going to try and make it through the next three episodes to try and finish out the first season. So, now, Damien, now you said that you don't haven't really seen a whole lot of Seinfeld. Yep, it's been very spotty. It, from season to season, I couldn't even tell you what I have actually seen. So, oh, <laughs> see, this will be interesting. Yes. So, all right. So, what we're gonna do is that we're gonna we're gonna do this little intro, and then we're gonna then we're gonna watch an episode. And the way we think we'll probably do is that we'll watch an episode and then talk about it, so that way it's fresh in our minds. And then we're going to go back and then do another episode. So right now we're hopefully going to get through at least a couple episodes. That sounds good. So, all right. So we're going to go ahead and stop it now. And we're going to start off with uh, Season 1, Episode 3, which is The Stakeout. And we'll be back in a second and talking about The Stakeout. All right. So now we just got back from watching The Stakeout. Now, already we were already talking about the (laughs) the stuff in the episode. Oh, my gosh. So... So the first thing you said was... Well, and how dated it really is now, you know. (laughs) I had to look at the box and it said 1989 because I was looking at everybody's clothes. Jerry's wearing the the shoulder pads. Right. Oh, God. And even the lanes, too, is like, it's all shoulder pads. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's... It, it reminds me of being a kid, and that's the funny part, is you watch it, and you're going, oh, no. Because you, you remember what it's like to be in that in that time frame, and it puts you right back there. Yeah, I was 11 years old when this came out, so if that puts it into perspective a little bit. Well, and that was like, the like it starts off when they're in a video store. Yes. And that's what, the first, and it's like, you know, that's one thing that's like, I always forget that it's like, this starts in a video store, which now... I mean, the blockbusters are all gone. Sure. The you know the small mom and pop ones are are uh, gone. It's like I don't. Much, yeah. I don't even think you can even. There is any video. Is there even any left? I believe so. You might find them spotted in like the smaller little towns. Sometimes you can see them right. kind of there, but you're right. Netflix and all the other guys have pretty much made them extinct. Yeah, they're they're completely gone. And then it's like. Not only that, I mean, obviously, during the time, it's VHSs. Yes. So, obviously, that's why they're walking around picking up. Yes. But then, not only that, but then they even had the porn section of the VHS. (laughs) Now... This is this is very interesting because you worked at a video store. Yes, I did, and it had an adult room. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but see, and I was thinking that's more realistic because that was actually a separate room off of everything else. Yeah, because kids, you don't want kids yeah. wandering back. Yeah, there you don't stuff. just have it out in the open saying, "Voila, yeah. here you go, little Timmy. Here's your porn for the day." Exactly. You know? I love it. It's like, they're standing there. It's like, oh, action, comedy, and adult. Oh, okay, that's yeah. right. <laughs> it's like, well, we got you know, we got. Sleepless in Seattle. We got uh, all dogs go to heaven. Well, let's pick up the porn wall. That's right. right. Just round out the nice evening there. But see, and it's like and stuff like that where it's like you know when they were doing it, they were just like, okay, this is just a place where people go. Right. But then now we're just like, oh my gosh, you know, like you know, that's something that's completely gone. Oh yeah. That's like that nobody. It's like yeah, nobody's gonna go and meet up at a video store anymore. No, no, no. Unless they're going to like one of those little kiosk red box things to <laughs> right, get a DVD yeah. now. And even then, nobody's gonna meet up at one. It's right. They're gonna get a call saying, oh, can you pick this up while you and you. Know, oh, absolutely! Like yeah, you pick it up at McDonald's. You know, what I mean? right? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> get gas, get your movie. <laughs> right. Okay, so then the the main plot of this episode is that Jerry meets a woman at a dinner. Well, I guess it, they said it was for drinks, but it's like it's like it was seemed like a pretty formal kind of place. Yeah, they said at a table, not at a bar. So right, it, and it was like a big long table with like high back chairs. And, yeah, it seemed more like a meal type of setting right. versus an actual casual setting. And there's a piano, there's a piano player in the right. Room, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is a high end piano lounge or you know something. Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. And then so he he meets a girl and has a complete conversation with her, but then never introduces himself. That of a woman he just met, and I was just like, "How is that not like the third thing that comes out where it's just like I understand like okay you got a little give and take, and then it's like oh and my name is right yeah hi yeah. you know usually you inter- you kind of go off with the hi my name is right so and so not the 
back and forth quipping here and then. <laughs> yeah, it's like he waited until it's like they had like three breaks in the conversation and then and then never got her name ever, but managed to get the the law office that she works at. <laughs> yes. With has like five names in the title. Right. So she like, meticulously <laughs> mesmerized, you know, and yeah. just rattling and it, it off. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, I don't know her name, but I know Sam Bagram's up behind the cap, you know. It's like, <laughs> I'm impressed you remembered that. <laughs> well, I, I've watched that episode more than a few times. So it's like, but it's, it's so funny where it's, uh, it's, you know, you, you have the, you have a situation where it's like you're meeting somebody new. Right. And then it's like, okay, you're meeting it through somebody. And even then, it's like, okay, he's at a table with other people that were in conversation with her. So even after they left, he could still say, oh, you know what? I forgot to get her name. What was her name? I didn't remember her name. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, and it's like, and even then, it's like he still doesn't, he still doesn't even do that. Yeah. It, it was kind of an odd thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, obviously, it's a sitcom. They got to they oh, yeah. put it in there somewhere. All right, now, so then after that, then Jerry goes home, and... His parents are in his are in the living room. Okay. <laughs> now this is something that has bugged me about this episode for years. Yeah. He comes home and his parents are in his living room and they're in the pull out couch. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So first of all, they're in bed in there and just like hang as if it's normal to hang out in the bed in the living room. Right. In their pajamas. In their too. pajamas. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And then he was saying, his mom was saying how, oh, we don't have to take over your apartment. And he said, I'm sleeping over at Kramer's. I'm like, okay, but they're not sleeping in your bed. They're sleeping in a pullout in the living room. You still have a bedroom. Yeah, I and saw I'm like, more than one door, so. Right, because it's like, yeah, because it's like you go down his little hallway there and it's like, he's got at least a bathroom and a bedroom. Yeah. And so I'm like, Okay, so why are you sleeping over at Kramer's if you still have a bed? <laughs> Dad's a loud snorer? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's weird. It's like, all of a sudden, it's like his parents are in the living room, but they insist on having the whole apartment. And it's like, that's one thing I'm just saying. It's like, because it's like if anybody comes into town, you're still going to have your bed if your bed is an option. Yeah. Because it's your bed. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't understand it either. I thought it was weird, especially yeah. him coming home. And how they made themselves at home like that, you know? It's not, let's sit on the couch, let's pull out the bed, get in our pajamas, get, sit there and chat. That I, It made no sense to me. Yeah, and that, I, I, I still don't get that, that part. And it's, I don't know, it's like the whole, the whole thing of them in the bed, it's like, for me, it's like, okay, they get in the bed, it's like, okay, we're going to bed. Yeah. It's like, especially in somebody else's home. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you're going to hang out in the bed. And it's like, I don't know, I, I still thought that was it. <laughs> now, there's the guy who plays Jerry's dad in this episode. Right. Right? But he is not the guy who played Jerry's dad for the rest of the series. Oh. This guy okay. was only in this one episode. Wow. And then he was, and then he was replaced. Oh, okay. So it's kind of an interesting tidbit that it's like, they had the conversation with Elaine where... He was talking about, she asked if his dad got a, a toupee or a hair oh, weave or whatever. Right. And he said, no, he's doing the big sweep across. Right. Because this actor is bald. But then his the guy who actually is the actor who was his dad later on has a full head of hair. Oh. So it's like, so that joke oh. is yeah. only is only used for this one episode. That's right. That's then, right. It's but that was still the lady who was his mom for the rest of the series. Right. Ben Stiller's dad, right, is the one who took over later. Mm. Right, I wanted. Yeah, I I, I, I can't think so. I, I can't remember his first yeah. name now. And I, yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm blanking. It. <laughs> That's yeah. interesting. Right, though. exactly. <laughs> and it's, so it's it's so funny where it's just like, um, it's it's like they they wrote in that joke just for that one actor, and then it's like, okay, yeah, then we're yeah, then we dispatch him. Yeah, you know <laughs> exactly. So then his dad comes up with the idea of the stakeout, which right. was to go to the office where she works. And wait for her to come down for lunch. Yeah, in the in the lobby, no less. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm thinking, okay, you know, she comes down, but she's not really on her way out to lunch when she comes when she finally does come down. Yeah, she just like shows up at the lobby. And then I'm thinking, okay, this is possible that she's not leaving the building for lunch. 
that right. she could have brought a lunch or anything. Right. But all that's like not even taken into effect. Right. It's well, like, there was that coffee shop door behind them it, there, so maybe. Right. But you're right. Yeah. It's, it was just kind of pretense for nothing. Exactly. More or less. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then the the banter for George and Jerry when they're waiting. <laughs> yeah. And see, and for me, that's that was like the first. The first time, the first time in the series when they actually had their little, their little give and take and their little play, right. like okay, this is the plan, this is what we're gonna do, and it's the first time that Vandalay is brought up. Okay. Vandalay is a name that is brought up throughout the rest of the series, and it becomes like somebody who, who George says he's he's working for when he is trying to keep his unemployment going and it's like and it's like oh it's like Vandalay Industries we make latex you know it's like and then he does that it's like it they use that name for like the rest of the series but this is the very first time it's brought in ah the the running joke in other words for the people who actually paid attention in the beginning right exactly and then it's like it's like okay it's like the you know everybody who's watching for a long time they'll get that call back they'll know it's there yeah and then yeah, people like me who just watch the whole thing and know it. <laughs> and then the same thing also with uh, George wanting to be an architect. Right. That's another thing that's always brought that's brought up later on. Okay. Where he's like he's like yeah I'm an architect I want to you know I'm I'm I always want to be an architect you know I could be an architect you know it's like <laughs> you, and that's another that's a line from the later episode he's like you know I always wanted to be an architect. <laughs> it's just like it's, it's one of those where it's like. It's it's still funny in the time of the later of the later episodes without knowing this, but this just adds that little extra. Yeah, it's that Easter egg. That, right, uh, exactly. That it's like you're you're sitting there looking for it and trying to think, and that's that was pretty much all the notes that I had for. for yeah, the it, it that's pretty much the whole the whole thing for the episode. It was. Past that point, then it you know you had those breaks where he's doing his stand up thing. Yeah, but other than that, that was pretty much that's it. the meat of it. Yeah, yeah. It's and it seemed like after, for this episode, it's like they could have easily have ended it at that moment. Oh yeah, and then but then they have like the scene where it's like they're like he's playing Scrabble with his mom, and right. then they're getting ready for the wedding and stuff afterwards. Right. Which I understand like they have to fill the time. Right. That was that was allotted for them. They got to fill that yeah. fill that time. Yeah. But the same, it's like, and that's what I I seem to notice that as the series kept going and kept getting better, that they're like they really cut to like the meat of the stories, and they're like, okay, this is what the story's about. We hit these these points, and that's it. We move on. Right. It's yeah. Like, it's this. I mean, there seemed to be that extra. Yeah, filler. it didn't flow like. Uh, t- a veteran TV series, I, and right. I understand it's only the third episode, right. but you can tell there's a lot of pause and wait, pause and wait. We're gonna kind of jump forward, and then, but it seemed to just kind of drag at points mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. just keeping the ball rolling. Exactly. Yeah. It was like somebody just running with the ball, and they're not, they're not passing, and they're not exactly. Off. Yeah. And it's like, just like I'm open. I'm open. <laughs> right. Exactly. There's a joke here. That's there's right. A... Come on. <laughs> All right, so now we are going to uh, now we're going to actually go and watch the next episode, which is episode number four. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't bring down everything with me, so I can't even tell you the name of it. But I keep, <laughs> um, ah, uh, drawing a blank right now. But anyway, okay, so it's the fourth episode. So we're going to go ahead and watch that. We're going to stop the recording now, and then we're going to go and watch that, and we'll come back down. and We're going to talk about that episode. All right, all right. So. Alright, so now we're back from watching the fourth episode, which yes. was The Robbery, which yes. was the name I couldn't, which is what I couldn't <laughs> think of. So, The Robbery, it's, for me, it's an episode where it's like, it doesn't really, it doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. It's like, it just kind of, it, it's just kind of there. Yeah, they kind of start off with the whole idea of him leaving to go and do shows, and then come back to find his stuff missing. But I maybe that's the point because you know they do the report and he kind of makes that cute little joke about oh you get the piece of paper that's the end of it right but yeah it did it kind of it disappeared it was right. it was weird yeah it's yeah it's one of those episodes where it's like you know we, you know that it's 
it's you know I, you watch it all the way through and it's like okay you get through it but then it's like it, it I don't know it's the whole the whole episode is basically that Jerry gets his apartment robbed while he's off doing shows doing his stand up yeah and then he decides that he's gonna move. Which he's not, it's not even his decision that he wants to move. George is the one who tells him, like, oh, I've got this great place. Right. Which he says it's a great place, but he's never seen it. Yeah, which I thought was kind yeah. of ironic. He's like, oh, I've got this great place. Where, well, what's it like? Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but it's a great place. Yeah. It's, and it's like, yeah, it kind of reminded me, oh, I have this great piece of land in Louisiana. It's beautiful. And you get there and it's swamp. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which could, could very well have been. Yeah. <laughs> And then, so they, they reference um, Elaine's roommate. Yes. And this this is actually something that's very, that's the first time that Elaine's roommate is brought up. And then later she actually appears in episodes. Okay. And is then she's, his, her roommate is actually dating Kramer at one point, ah. which is a very interesting dynamic. <laughs> and then, uh, but that's, that's, uh, that comes up later. And then now she's saying that... So she stays at Jerry's place to get away from her roommate. Right. That's the whole, that's the whole reason why she's staying at his apartment while he's, while he's on... While he's away doing shows. Yeah. And for me, it's like... I have the thing about... About staying at somebody's home when they're not there. It's... For me, it's like personal boundaries kind of thing where it's like I can't... I, I can't do that. Right. It's it's, it's it, awkward and it's just like yeah, I, it's not my place. Yeah, it's like being in a museum. You can't touch anything. Right. Or yeah, you feel yeah. like you shouldn't touch anything. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> and that's like you know he's telling her about like oh you can't have soft cheeses. You gotta right. like start the water. You know to have it heat up for an hour before you get into it or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, and for me I'm like, if if somebody asked me like okay hey can you watch watch the place can you feed my animal or whatever i'll tell them like okay i can come by and i'll grab your mail and i'll feed the animal right i'll make sure the place doesn't burn down <laughs> and then i'm leaving yeah and it's like i'm not staying there yeah. and it's like for me it's like i don't know it's like i know other people are like oh yeah i'll stay i'll stay at the place oh, and yeah. everything yeah. and it's like i i can't do that that's no it's really weird yeah, yeah i agree it's it's one of those things of that's their stuff you don't want to mess with it because, you know, first off, you'd feel horrible if you broke something. Oh, my God. You know, yeah, exactly. or something horrible happened. Like but, a robbery. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. going, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but, yeah, I agree totally with you. That it, it does. It feels like it's off limits. You shouldn't touch it because they're not right. around. You shouldn't, yeah, I agree. Exactly, because totally. yeah. they have their their place set up the way they've yeah. got their place set up. Yeah. And it's like, I understand, like, if you're staying at somebody's house and they're there, that's... Oh, like, yeah. that, That's a little different because then it's like, okay, you you understand, like, oh, hey, you know, I, I was going to watch this or do this or whatever, and they're there to say, okay, yeah, that's fine. Right. But then it's like, if they're not there, it's like, you're not going to call them up, like, every five minutes. <laughs> and like, hey, you had this in the fridge. Is it okay if I eat this? Right, yeah. You know, was, you, were you saving this for something? Or it's like... Yeah, I want to yeah. watch this DVD. Is that okay with you? Or right. Is your TiVo set up? Or yeah, exactly. Something up. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like so uh, that that whole thing for me is weird. And yeah. it's like, and for that's one thing that it's like at first I kept thinking that that's another time reference where it's like yes. it's like a dated reference. Oh, but totally. at the same time, but it's like I don't really think it is. I just think that that's it's still done to this day. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Even from. Um, for me, it was like uh, even like I think it was like five years ago. Um, one of my dad's sisters uh, was going out of town, and they have a couple dogs. It was her and her husband, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, can you stay at the at the place and take care of the dogs?" Right. And I was like, "No, I can't stay there." I was like, "I can come by and check on the dogs." I'm like, "But I'm not, I'm I'm not staying in your place when you're not there." I mean, yeah. it's like I, I, it's no, it's like I, it's like wearing somebody else's clothes, kind of thing. I'm exactly, like, I can't do that. It's like no, it's like I don't care if I spilled something on my shirt. I'm not wearing your shirt. That's it's right. Have, you know, but it's like this is me. That's you, and it's this where it stays. But it's like it's, and they're like, oh yeah, it's no problem. And I'm like, no, it's not a problem for you. It's a problem for me. Right. Yeah. It's my comfort level, right. not yours. Exactly. <laughs> So he, so in in the episode, his apartment gets broken into, and then they mm. have the the scene with the cop, right? Where I love the line from the cop, 
where he does the report and Jerry makes his little joke right. about the answering machine of like, oh, he's going to return my messages. Yeah. And then it's like, and he goes, do you ever, he goes, I will let you know if we find anything. Is well, do you ever find anything? No. no. <laughs> and I'm like, I love that. It's like, because that is exactly it. It's like, mm-hmm. you're filling out the report for insurance purposes, pretty much. Pretty much. But then he's saying he doesn't have insurance. Yeah, so what's the point? And exactly. I'm like, you might as well just go down to a pawn shop and they'd be like, anybody turn any of this stuff in? No? Okay. There you, you go. Because <laughs> like, that's pretty much all that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. And even, But back then, it was like, they didn't have the computer stuff to run it through to mm-hmm. you know, make sure this stuff isn't stolen. Yeah. And it's like, the only way it's like if they get to somebody's place or, you know, obviously something looks like it was stolen and then they were like, oh, do we have a report on this? Right, yeah. You know? it, hardly anybody ever wrote down serial numbers unless, you know, there were services back in the day where you could kind of register your stuff, you know, I do the air quotes here. You're right, yeah, right. You know, and, with the quote unquote. Right, and sometimes it was with the police department, and if your stuff was stolen, you could go to them saying, hey, look, but then again, insurance takes care of that anyway, right. so... Exactly. It's one of those, if you happen to see it, I'd love it back, but <laughs> I'm not expecting miracles, but... <laughs> exactly. And it's like, my apartment was broken into, um, not the current apartment I'm at, but that was... Two apartments ago, mm-hmm. and I was on the ground floor. Right, and it came in through a window, and they stole my uh, my Xbox 360, my games, a control uh, the 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 Universal Remote, and uh, j- uh, my controllers and a jar of pennies. Yeah, that was that was the kicker. Was the jar <laughs> of pennies. They had to go for the jar of pennies. Um, but then they they you could tell they tried to get the TV. But I had so many stuff hooked up to it in so many different configurations <laughs> that you could tell they couldn't figure out. So when I got home, the TV was like a, a skew. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they were like, yeah. you could tell like they were sitting there trying to figure out, and they're like, oh, <laughs> screw it. We already know how to unhook an Xbox. Right. <laughs> and it was like the same thing where it's just like, okay, you know, it's like I got robbed, which sucks. Sure. And then it's like, contact the insurance company. Call, you know, call and make the report, you know, for the police. They came down, they check everything out, and they're like, okay, you know, give us a list of everything that was taken. Yeah. And then it's like, contacted my my renter's insurance, and then it's like, okay, then get the money back so I can go re-get yeah. my stuff again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was like, that was like the whole process. And for me, it was like, I've had people who've had insurance claims where it's like, they take forever, or they never get their money. Right. Or they get like a portion of their money. Right. But my, my insurance company was great because they were like... They were like, well, you have video games, so what titles? And I was giving them the titles of the video games. That's and they, impressive. <laughs> well, and it was like, well, because I knew what games I, I was playing. And they were like, okay, well, they're like, so they're like, well, this game costs this much to replace. So we're going to give you that much money. That's and nice. I was like, I'm like, okay, because for me, that makes total sense. And then right. there are other people that are like, oh, no, some insurance companies will give you like the approximate value of that game if you would have sold it yourself or something else or whatever. Right, some sort of depreciation value. Yeah, depreciation value. value. And they're like, no, we're going to give you the money to replace what was taken. And I'm like, that makes total sense. (laughs) I'm like, this is awesome. But, so in in the episode, I, I love it that he comes home, sits down on the couch, picks up the remote, and then realizes he doesn't have a TV to point it at. Exactly. And then instead of just going, okay, put the remote down, then he does the pointing around the room, <laughs> trying to find the TV, <laughs> as if it's like set up somewhere else it in grew the room. Legs and yeah, exactly. Off. It's like, oh, it's in the bedroom now. That's oh, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That makes total sense. Yes. So. Yes. And then Elaine has got a, a plunger in her hand. Yeah. That she walks from the back. Assuming, uh, presumably from the bathroom, right. with the plunger, right, and then after Kramer comes in, she goes back to the bathroom, and then comes back out with the same plunger, and then goes to the kitchen sink. Yeah, it was really and, weird. And I'm like, well, she never explains why she's carrying the plunger. You don't know what she's doing. Yeah. And then it's like, he doesn't ask her. It's like, you know, it's like, okay, why are you carrying a, a plunger in your hand? Exactly. Well, especially since she had the water running for it to get hot and she went shopping and everything. I'm thinking, yeah. is the tub plugged or something? Right. Or, or, or what's going on? But yeah, yeah it's it was really weird. It's... it's Maybe she thought it was like a good way to protect herself or something if they know. came it's, back. I don't know. It was bizarre. And that was yeah, and that was the other thing where they said, um Woody said, When did this happen? And she said like an hour ago and the police are on their way. Yeah. And then so it's like that so that was another thing that crossed my mind, like if she would have came out, 
you know, with it, like, ready to attack. Right. But she didn't. She actually had it, like, she was in the middle of working on something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, hi, don't mind me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like, there's water everywhere, but don't worry, your TV is stolen. That's what you need that's to worry about. That's right. <laughs> and then I, oh, it's so funny, as um, George comes in. Mm-hmm. And does a I Dream a Genie yes, reference right. that you and I both get because right. we know the show. Yes. But he, he does the classic, folds his arms in front of him and blinks. Right. And, and then whips his, his head forward. Right. And tilts the head forward and right. does the blink, which is the classic Genie. Yes. Move. And I mean, and that's... It, it, so we're so you said the we were looking at the year and it's eighty nine eighty nine yeah right the copyright was eighty nine ninety on it and I dream and genie had it been sixties yeah yeah so it's like already you're making a twenty year reference so now we're looking at you know something way older than that oh sure and it's like and that's why it's so funny that I look now I mean because I grew up on TV so I mean I know you know I Dream of Genie and Bewitched and, right yeah you know All Andy Griffith you know yeah. 60s and right. 50s and 70s kind of that clump of uh, housewife kind of things right. and that's basically what it was with the little in the 60s it was kind of the housewife yet she's got this <laughs> secret or something right. like that exactly yeah. yeah which would both be witched and exactly. <laughs> yeah which would both of them but then it's like you think now and it's like it's not exactly i mean it's a dated reference sure but it's an even dated reference for that time oh sure because already you're looking like okay that's a 20 year reference sure for that for, you know for that time period oh yeah and it's like and it's, so it's so funny where it's like and he doesn't they don't talk about it he just does it and then it's like, okay, yeah, I walked through the door. What did you think uh, I did? Right, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like the VH, or when he says, my VCR is missing. How many kids today would go, what's a VCR? Right, you exactly. Know? And then you or, have to explain VHS tapes. Yeah, and or, then, the, or the decks that are missing for his radio. You know, yeah. he has cassette tapes. And, uh, you know, some kids go, what in the world is a cassette tape? Exactly. You know? And it's like, oh, we need to get... <laughs> We need to get these kids educated. That's right. They need an 8-track reference in there somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, might as well just round it out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so this is the first episode where Jerry's contemplating moving. Yes. And as far as I can think, and I've, I've been racking my brain trying to think about this, I think it's the only one where he actually has gone far enough to actually be looking at another place. Okay. I know there's times where it's like, he might like reference it or say like oh you know if I was living somewhere else or something like that mm-hmm. but like actually spend the time of actually going to another apartment looking at it deciding he's going to do it right and it's like I th- I'm pretty certain this is the only time where that's actually happened yeah that's interesting and then it was like the, he's so George comes over with the lease yes and he does he says it's a three year lease yes and I was thinking I'm like who in their right mind signs a three year lease and it's yeah. like, I mean, I don't, I mean, Grant, I don't know what the leasing situation is in New York, so that might be a New York kind of thing. True, and with the population versus, you know, an apartment living style, from what I can kind of gather from it, is almost like your own little house. You know, right. If you can lock in a long term at a certain rate, you're right. doing good. So maybe that's... That could that could have been it. Yeah, it gets that, that amazing rate. And that the longest I've ever had for an apartment was like a 14-month lease. Yeah. And they were like, well, we've got the 12-month lease, but if you do two extra months, we'll knock off, you know, some money every month for you. So, right, yeah. You know, which locks them in for a longer time, so they get more money, too. Yes. So I'm like, so that I kind of understand. But it's like three years. I'm like, yeah. And then you got to think it's like it's it's a lease where he's contracted in for it, right? So it's like breaking <laughs> it, you know, has consequences. I was like, yeah. It's like, yeah. What if he moved there for six months and like something happened and he, had to and leave. he would have to leave? You know, or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god. And so that's <laughs> that's what I thought of. Too. I'm like, man, the legal ramifications <laughs> of this would just be ridiculous. So then, so. George decides that he wants the, the apartment right. at the same time. Yeah. And then became this whole thing, okay, who's going to take the apartment, George or Jerry? So they do the coin flip. Yes. And then they decide not to catch it. It hits a table, and then George calls interference. And the <laughs> coin flip is invalid. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, if you're not catching the coin, 
And it's like, because then I know people are like, well, you catch it and you don't flip it onto your onto the back of your right, hand, right. You, you know, just or show you just show you the mm-hmm. coin, you know, exactly. And there's that, and it's like, he's like, no, no, no interference. And then they do the choose game, which I've never. I don't even know this. I never even knew of this game until I saw this. So okay. is this something you knew about? Yeah, yeah. We're doing odds and evens where you right, try that, to well, second-guess the next guy. Yeah. I see, and I've heard people say odds and evens or and then it's like or playing the dozens is like another kind of... Yeah, now when I'm not too familiar with it. Yeah, but, but I've heard that yeah. one too. Right. But so, so odds and evens is the same game, but they just keep calling it the choose game. And I was just like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it is the same. Basically, game. the same game where you're trying to you put out number, you put out fingers. Yeah. And then, if you call odds or evens, and you hope that whatever comes up on their side and your side equals to an even, you even know, or, right. or if your odds the other. Yeah. Way. Exactly. But, yeah. It, uh, it's weird. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, when they kept saying choose game, and I was yeah. just like, I think it's quicker than rock paper scissors. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which you know, it's you know, or Rochambeau, which is rock paper scissors. Yeah. So. Um, the, it was, at this point in the series, Kramer is just, like, pops in for a line or two, and then goes away. And then yes. pops in for a line or two, and then goes away. Yeah. Because at this point, he's still part of the crew, but he's not a main, he, I want to call him a main character. Yeah, he's kind of the... <sighs> like a filler. Yeah, he's kind of like the quirky sidekick kind of... I, I don't know how to characterize him. Mean, yeah. it's, it's weird. You know what he reminds me of? Now, here's a reference. Okay. He reminds me of like a silent film, like Keystone Cop kind of guy, because every reaction is so <laughs> extravagant. You know, it right. isn't, I'm shocked. Oh, look, I got a surprise face. No, it's, he, he, he throws himself yeah, back. Yeah, he rears back. Or yeah. the way he comes sliding in and he's right. got, you know, he, it's like Buster Keaton or something weird like that. Right. You know, it's a, it always, every time I see him, it could be. Silent film era kind uh-huh. of actions. Oh it's yeah, so, so weird. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's, but it's like, and he still uses those gimmicks later on. But yes. then they still gave him more of a story. Yeah. And it, it was funny on one of the so the special, the special features, um, which I've seen a bunch of times. They say that the way their writing process became later was they had a big blackboard or a big uh, a big dry erase board, and they wrote. Jerry, Elaine, George, Kramer at the top, and they said that every time they they did an episode, if they had a part for that story or they had a story for that character, they just made a check mark and oh. made sure that each one of them actually had a story and that uh-huh. they were actually doing a story. Nice. And um, so that that comes into play later on in the second season because right now at the beginning in in this it's like their writing crew was very limited on who was writing. Sure. It was yeah. ma- it was mainly uh, Larry David was doing a lot of the writing. Okay. And Jerry was it was Jerry and Larry doing doing a lot of it. Right. And uh it's so so uh Larry's always like talking about he would talk about like how he was just racking his brain just trying to do these four episodes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he gets the order for the rest of them and then, like <laughs> really loses his mind. But uh so the I it I love it that it's like so they they do the choose or the odds and evens and then go to the diner. Yes. And then right away then right away at the diner then all of a sudden they go they go, you know what, I'm not gonna take it then. You know, if you're right. not comfortable, I'm not gonna take it. Right. And it's like, okay, well, you already knew he wasn't comfortable. You had that conversation in your apartment. Exactly. You already had this information. Yeah. Why and it's like now? nothing has changed and then all of a sudden you're like, No, that's it, forget it, forget it, I can't take it. <laughs> Yes. And another dated reference, did you notice the smoking in designated areas yes. sign? Yep. Yes, exactly. Yep. And that's yep. that's the other thing. It's like it's like yeah, it was like when's the last time you heard smoking or non smoking at a restaurant? Oh jeez. Yeah. I mean yeah. it had to have been you know oh, e- eons ago. It feels like eons ago now. <laughs> and that's yeah, and people always talk about like, oh the smoking ban, it's been so you know, so you know, so restricted over the past few years and I'm like, you haven't been able to smoke in a restaurant and Oh golly, yeah. I don't like even know. It depends 20? of course where you live. Some right. prices, well, you course, know. Yeah. But it, as far as I know, oh gosh, at least around here it's been at least a decade, if not yeah. longer. That's what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, I'm almost put it at twenty years, almost Ye- feels like it. Almost. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was very selective yeah. by then. And uh, I so then the the waitress pops up and <laughs> yeah. just just says, Oh, what's the rent? They cut away 
And then the next the next scene is her housewarming party. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, how much time has passed in that one cutaway? It's an amazing moving company. Right, exactly. You know? <laughs> I mean, you like, uh, like you uh, drop of the hat, your stuff is there. That's right. And it's like, not only is there, you're already having a housewarming party. Yes, you and know your And for everybody <laughs> I know, it's like they move in, and then like two weeks later at least, then like... Yeah. And then try and throw like a little get-together or something. Yeah, and still have the occasional boxes stashed somewhere. Or right, yeah. But this looked lived in. It, oh, yeah, exactly. The, they had everything. Yeah, the little uh, tchotchkes or whatever, you know, your uh -huh. little figurines and stuff, there were everywhere. Everything looked all just well-worn in, I guess right. is a good way to put it. Yeah. It was weird. And the guy, the husband, was saying like, oh, I'm... I'm losing. I'm running in the park every day. I'm losing weight. <laughs> We're barbecuing every night. Yeah, and then I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, it's got to be months. It has to be some. Yeah, yeah, some time had to have passed. Yeah, it was weird. It's a but you know in TV land, you know, it's oh, yeah. instantaneous. That's right. So it's like straight That's into right. the next one. Time waits for no commercial. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, so right now we are going to go watch the final episode of the of the first season. Mm -hmm. Wrap up the first season, and that episode is the stock tip. Yes. So we're gonna watch that episode, and then we're gonna talk about that one, and then we'll wrap up that one, and then we'll be good to go. All so, right. We'll be right back. Okay. So now we just got back from watching the stock tip. Yes. Which was the final episode of the first season. Yes. Because it was a total of five episodes long. So that and that was pretty much the first the first episode. Um, of the podcast, we did two. I did two episodes or two episodes of the Seinfeld show on the first episode of the podcast. Mm -hmm. it's just and then uh, so instead of, instead of having two again and then leaving one for the end, I'm like, okay, we'll just finish up the first season. So that way, this will kind of all wrap it up. Yeah, and, that, that's a good idea. <laughs> it's a short season. Well, yeah, exactly. And it's, and it's the only it's the only five episode season they, that that I know of. For a full for a TV show that's ever, boy, they didn't have much confidence in it. I'm guessing to only give them five to start. Well, the the interesting thing was that they gave them the pilot episode was the first one, and then, um, and then that was going to be it. And then they weren't going to be picked up. And then they took a two hours of the of the evening specials that the guy from NBC had, and he said, okay, I'm going to take two hours of my own programming and divide that up into, f into four half-hour episodes, and that's going to be the order for the first for the first season. Wow. And so that's how they actually got the order of the first season. Interesting. And then, so then after that, then they got, then they, they actually got pick pick, really picked up oh, for okay. season two, and then it took off from there. That's and interesting. And that's kind of a interesting gamble. Must have thought that it was going to go somewhere fantastic. Right, you don't you, you don't hear about stuff like that. Usually, it's one episode. It doesn't fly. It's gone. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. And there, and and there's so many of the one season wonders. Oh yeah, that it's like I mean that, that was actually a concept I actually had of doing the show initially of uh, the podcast mm -hmm. was like okay I'm just going to do all these one season wonders and come to find out somebody else is already doing that oh yeah and oh, it was like oh my god okay <laughs> I was like apparently it was a very good idea because yeah. somebody else is already doing it. <laughs> So the stock tip. So this is so this is an episode where uh, George gets a tip about a stock. Yes. Um, and he's been told that the stock is going to make him a bunch of money, and all he's got to do is do is invest. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah. So then that's his his whole thing, and that's there's really only two plots that are going on in this episode. You got George who is talking about the stock tip and everything. Mm -hmm. And then Jerry's talking about going away with his uh, going away with his girlfriend at the time. Right. And it's like so those are really the only two. It's like Elaine has barely mentioned that she's dating some guy with cats. Yeah. And that's her whole thing and then Kramer's still just a Phil character at this point. Yeah, he kind of a creepy one in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in and just grinning the whole time. Right. <laughs> he has a couple of like what I call like Kramer moments where he's just like sell it, sell it, and, you know, just yeah. like, and he's just like overbearing and and it's like that's kind of like the beginning of Kramer and Jerry's relationship with him. Yeah. So Jerry's talking about how he's going to go away with 
his girlfriend. Yes. Which is the Vanessa, who's the same Vanessa that was in uh, the stakeout. Right. So that's how that's how he uh, that's where he met her from was from two episodes ago. Yeah. Was from the stakeout. Um, an interesting thing was on the special features. Larry David talks about that where he goes, "Well, we wrote this part about a girlfriend." And so Jerry needed a girlfriend. And he said, well, we already used her in another episode. And he goes, they didn't break up at the end of that episode or anything. So we assumed that they were still dating. So he's like, all right, you know, we already have her. So, you know, just bring her in for another episode. And that makes sense, actually. Yeah. Instead of bringing someone else in who you're going, who? What? Yeah, now? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have a little continuity between the, in yeah. between the episodes. Yeah, it at least shows some passage of time not snippets of time where when is this versus when this happened kind of thing exactly yeah i mean we already have hard enough trying trying to figure out the time past even even in this episode too yeah was another one where so he talks about going away and going away with her and then while they're in the cottage then he's like oh i got you i got rid of that stock a month ago or a week ago yeah and it's like and it's like okay you were just having a conversation about just getting rid of it, and now another week has gone by, mm. and you were talking about I didn't I didn't want to be bothered with this going away the weekend. Yeah, and it's like so he says he's going to go away that weekend, and then he said I got rid of it a week ago. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that's a consistency error. Or yeah, it's a like time pat. Yeah, that's kind of an odd thing to have. It might be more of a consistency error where right they, he meant to say the weekend, right, and then it was the week. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, all right, so we'll, we'll go back a little bit and we'll talk about, so, um, the, the, they're in the diner. Yes. And it's, at least, I mean, it's still the same diner, but they're not, it's, it's, they're not at their table and what became, like, their table in the diner. Okay. Right, which was, um, a table, which is not against the windows where they're at now. They occasionally sit at that one in the earlier seasons, but then later on as they get in, then they only sit at the, at the one table. Okay. And, uh, it's like, there's another episode, like, many, many later on where they sit at the, they sit at the bar part of it. Oh, okay. And they can't, like, hold a conversation because they're, like, trying to link, <laughs> talk, like, talk to other people, other. <laughs> over, like, physically talk over them. Um, and then the... They bring up the dolphins and tuna. Yes. Now, I was going to say, I always remember the dolphins and, and tuna where they're like, the dolphins are getting caught in the tuna nets. Yes. And then there was like the ban on like on tuna and then there was like a boycott almost against tunas. Yeah, there was a big how you do the tuna cans had dolphin safe on them and, right you know yeah there was a big deal about it back then yeah and then it was like oh no dolphins were killed or harmed in the in, yeah in the tuna. yeah and and so i always thought that's kind of funny where it's like they bring in that reference and i'm yeah. like but at the same time though it's like you gotta think you know 89 that's still relevant. Oh, yeah. Know, like, yeah, that was big. That yeah. was huge. And yeah. it's like, so almost making like a mini political statement, like right in the beginning, of the, right in the <laughs> yeah. middle of the show. That's right. And now it's like people will look at that and be like, okay, dolphins and tuna, I guess. So this like... Yeah, it kind of fitted with time. It, I don't know if it ever got better or if it got forgotten. You know? I, think it, I think it kind of just got forgotten about. Probably. And then they're just like... And for me, I'm like, okay, if a dolphin gets caught in your tuna nets... It's like, okay, you get your tune out, you let the dolphin go back. It's like, I never really understood, yeah, like, it's I don't like, know. why do you have to kill the dolphin, you know, or something. Yeah, unless it's maimed or something to the right. point where it can't survive, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I never... I, I don't remember what the big deal was, other than they would get caught up and did something to them where they right. couldn't just be re-released or they didn't care to re-release them. Yeah, that, I think that might have been... It might have been, been, They yeah. don't care. Yeah. That was probably more of it. So the whole thing of with this episode is about the stock market, yeah. and I I love how they they're like, oh, we're gonna invest in the stock market, but then they don't go talk to a broker or anybody. Right. They just talk about doing it, and then they're into it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, in reality, it's like, okay, you talk to a broker, you get a portfolio going, you set it up, and mm -hmm. then he's like, oh, I've been in for a couple of days, and I'm gonna bail out. 
Right. And I was just like, okay, most brokers probably wouldn't even let you do that. No, I would be surprised, especially then, you know, you had your day by day. It isn't like today with the internet, you right. know, where you can just trade and then after hours trading. That's the funny yeah. thing too is yeah. from then to now is the looking up stocks in the paper too. Oh and, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty and, interesting. And so that means that, so they have the scene in the little grocery store and Jerry goes to grab a paper, and she says, oh, oh the, you know, the, the stock is still the same from when you checked it before. The stock hasn't closed. And it, it, I'm thinking, I'm like, if that was an evening edition newspaper, where it's like, because right. newspapers used to do where they have the morning newspaper, right. which was pretty much yesterday's news, literally. <laughs> and then it's like, and then you get the evening edition, which was like, this is really important. I cannot wait for tomorrow. Right. It's yeah. like, this is the, yeah, the you, absolute most important stuff. now, step. you need to know edition there, right. which is a rarity, you know. Even back then, I don't think it was a common thing. I don't think so. And yeah. it's, I'm thinking, I was like, okay, they're in New York, so it's like, so, it, I yeah. mean, you got major newspapers out there. Right. It's like, you know, you know, the Times and the, you know, they could have actually had an evening edition that came out, and then that's what he was actually checking. That could be, but the bell closes, you know, so I don't understand. Yeah. You know, it's not like the numbers would have changed. That's and th the that's what, thought. Well, that was the thing, that's the thing I thought was funny, that she said, the, she said, the, the market doesn't change after it's closed. It's the, it's the same as when you checked it before. Right. He checked it in a newspaper before. So the numbers he would have been looking at in the newspaper, if they were from a regular newspaper, would have been the closing of the previous day. Right. And so it's like, if he's looking at an evening edition paper that had a, a business section in it, that would totally make sense for him checking it. Yeah. And then yeah, it's like, be but she's like, she's like, oh no, they haven't changed. And it's like, well, how would he know they hadn't changed? You know, you don't have the stock market channel that he's going to sit there and <laughs> turn the TV to and watch a ticker go by. That's right. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the thing that I I kind of found a little weird where it's like, you know, she's kind of like making fun of him almost a little bit for checking the paper. Oh, you know, they haven't changed. That's right. And it's just like, well, uh, it's like, how do you? What information are you getting? So it's like, yeah, and I, it's hard to take in reference now too because. Back then, you don't know unless you traded stocks back in the eighties. I mean, if you did, yeah. you totally know what what's going on. Right? Here. Yeah, and we're kind we're, of clueless. we're speculating. Yeah, on because yeah, we have no idea young for that one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we think we kind of think this is how yeah, it works. You know, yeah. kind of everything. <laughs> I don't got my my money working for me. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, so Jerry's getting ready for the trip. Yes, and he's sitting in his apartment, and then Kramer comes in, and. This is the very beginning of what later became Cramerica Industries <laughs> with his grand ideas. Yes. And this was his rollout tie dispenser. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like and it's like you think about it now and it's like it's like so you have like a little battery operated little thing around your neck and then it's like shoots out a tie <laughs> and it's like I mean, it was ridiculous back then, and it still holds up as being pretty ridiculous oh, yeah. now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it's like, you think it's like, you, I always like looking at movies where it's like, you look at like Back to the Future, where it's like, their jump in the future was actually this year, was actually yes. 2015. Yes. And you look at like, they're watching TV with go with goggles on their faces oh, yeah. and stuff, yep. you know, stuff like that. So, yep. And then he actually has... Two ties. Yeah, that was always it was so a double, weird. It was a yeah. double tie. And a it was like side by side. Side by uh, side double. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was like, it, it's so, uh, it's funny where it's like, you think back, you know, like now we're like, oh, that's so funny. And that's like, people actually probably thought that was actually really going to happen. It, yeah, it's a possibility you know? that, oh, hey, that could have been a very positive idea there to, because ties in the 80s were getting, uh, well, you know, it. They were popular in the early 80s, uh -huh. you know, and then they kind of did that in and out thing. Right. Style, 80s style alone, is right. just, as you can tell well, by and then the they got shows. The, the super know. wide ties and the, the narrow ties. Yes. And, and then you got like the short ones that would like not even come down to your belly button intentionally. Exactly. And it's like yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the outfits of the '80s were always very special. Right? Oh yes, exactly. <laughs> that's why people are like, oh yeah, that style's coming back. And I'm like, we left it in the '80s where it belonged. Let's keep it. Let's keep it back there. We don't need that. Um, so 
they have a scene in this before he goes on his trip where he goes to a dry cleaners. Yes. The whole that. scene of the dry cleaners is just so he can say the joke at the stand-up of going about a dry cleaners. Yeah. It Granted, it's, pure there's, there's still, I mean, they have the conversation while they're waiting to, to talk to the clerk, so they're having all that, they're having the information that's being set up, but then it's like, okay, then you make the jokes about the dry cleaners. Yeah. Okay, and then let's move on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of like a break of the story to throw in stand-up comedy in right. real-life text. That, right. And it was kind of a bizarre thing, but... With the show, it is kind of random at right. times, so it wasn't too surprising. Exactly, and I think for it seemed the very beginning episodes, a lot of the information for the stand-up was actually directly from Jerry Stand-Up. Yeah, and it was like, okay, he has a joke about like a cab, so we're gonna have a scene in a cab, and so then they'll have that joke in the stand-up. Yeah, and so I think a lot of that was just like. Okay, what what Jerry's joke are we going to plug and where are we going to fill it and where are we going to put it in? Yeah. So, and then it seems like later on as the series progressed is that it became kind of like more of an organic thing where it's like he does the introduction stand up, they do the show, you might have one in the middle, but then he f- ends it and it's it's like bookends. More, okay, yeah. More of a. Kind but now, it, it, but yeah, in the first, in the beginnings, it's like they hit they hit the stand up a lot just because they're like, oh, this is how he comes up with his material. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of I was glad to see like as the series progressed that eventually they just kind of like yeah let that kind of go by the wayside. Yeah, kind of the audience gets it. Let's move on. Right, exactly. So, uh, what was I trying? I'm trying. All right, I hate this when I re- scribble a note. And I know it's a great note. And I'm like, what did I write? Oh, oh, I know what I was right. Okay, so it was the second time. So they go on. So they go on the trip. Yeah. And it's the second time where Jerry has an inner monologue going yeah. on. Yeah. And I, it's one of those where it's like it was at the very beginning, but I was kind of glad that it didn't continue throughout the series. Yeah. That it, it served its purpose for right then, but then I'm, I was kind of glad that uh, it didn't keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I, I found it kind of... I, well, it wasn't horrible, you know. Right. It's not like he goes on and on and right. just stands there looking dumb, <laughs> yeah. you know. Exactly. But at the same time, you're right. It's inner monologue is great for self reflection, not for complaining about what's going on next <laughs> yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I got plenty of time to figure out that perfume, you know. Smell. Yeah, so, yeah. That's. It was. I thought. I thought he was a. I mean, he's not a great actor because he didn't come from an acting background or anything. Right. But I still think that he had enough facial control and enough motion in his face that he could have done the whole thing without the, the inner monologue stuff. Oh, yeah, stuff. definitely. And it's definitely. Like, so, I I don't know. I, I I think it works for what it does, but at the same time, it's like I'm really kind of glad that's all they really yeah. do about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really think they do that... If they do it more, it's definitely not much. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, I think it's pretty much done at that point. Kind of a test bed. That first season's always that test bed of what can we get away with, what works, what doesn't. Right. You know? And uh, it's well, not horrible, but it's it needs to be used very sparingly. <laughs> exactly. And then after that was then really as the other seasons progress, that's when it's like the what can we get away with. No, oh, yeah. That's when yeah. they really pushed it, and yeah. they're like. We're just gonna go, cr- you know. There are some where it's like they just like we're just gonna go crazy, and we're yeah. it's like. <laughs> and there was somewhere they were like they even said like there's no way they're gonna let us get away with this, and they're like, well, yeah, we're gonna let you do it, you know. Yeah, it's test those sensors, test those sensors. Uh-huh. Nowadays, you know, you kind of look back on it and go, oh, oh it's today's so, standards, it's so oh, it's, it's, oh, it's almost mild. Yeah, and now, oh, but back then. Oh, you yeah. know, you got to have those trailblazers of what can we get away with, and, right? And how, or and it's been going on forever. You know, it shows in the past. Yeah. It was things now. If you watch like the old Archie Bunker kind of shows, you'd sit there and 
you know, you're shocked at what they just said. You're oh like, yeah! Holy cow! Oh, are yeah. you serious? And it's like the uh, the off color remarks. Oh, and it's just like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, man, it, absolutely. Yeah. And it's and you know that's where it's like you know for that time period, it's like what is acceptable and what was not. Right. And then it's like you know stuff that was accepted back then is definitely not now. Yeah. And stuff that we would. You know, that we do now, they would never talk about, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or right. just weird things like you can't show a toilet on TV back in the day. You right. You know? And why? And that, and that was like a whole... I remember that was a whole thing where it's like you can see inside to a bathroom, but you could never see a toilet. Yeah. It was like Heaven it was like faux pas for, for seeing a <laughs> yes. toilet, as if the, as if people you know in these worlds don't use a toilet. That's right. Yes. And then another one, what a, um, somebody was telling me about um, was eating in a oh. it, especially in a sitcom. Mm-hmm. It's like it used to be people did not eat like have like a sit down like at a meal. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. I, I mean, I would know, I do remember them sitting at a table, but right. usually it was, meal was in front of them, but they were busy talking to each other. Exactly. They weren't sitting there eating. Or the, or the meal has finished, yeah. and it's like the aftermath of the meal is there. Yeah. Right? But it's not like in the process of eating. Gosh, I'm hard-pressed to remember anybody actually eating. Yeah. Now, there actually is Seinfeld episodes later on that they actually do eat. And it's okay. like, and that that's like, I mean, they have scenes with, George, where he's eating spaghetti, and it's like going like I mean he's wearing like a beard of spaghetti sauce all over his face, and it's like all over his shirt. And he was saying, "It's like we were actually eating," and it's like, and it's like, and if you're doing multiple takes, oh gosh, it's yes. like you're eating all the time. Oh. And it's just like, but I I think that's probably why they didn't want him eating because then it's like then the continuity of the shots, yeah, then it's like okay, we've got this great piece from this take, and we got this great piece in this take. Oh, but wait, you know, the plates aren't matching up, and the drinks aren't matching mm-hmm. up. Yeah. You know, that was probably, I mean, that could have probably had a lot to do with it. Yeah. It's like, or, it's just easier just not to have a meal. There you go. Or having to pay to have it cooked, and trying oh, yeah. to figure out all of that nonsense, too. Oh, exactly. you know? Oh, yeah. But it's like, at, at this weird. point, it's like, they they drink stuff occasionally. Yeah. But I don't. They they talk about food and they order food, but it's like I don't think at this point they're definitely not in the, not in eating down and eating for a meal. Yeah. And then you see, but then like you see, like on this one you saw the aftermath of the table. Oh yeah, with, yeah. With George smoking his cigar, cigar and, and it's like ah, come yeah, on, come which on. is uh, even back then would have been a huge faux pas, uh, faux pas for anybody, even if they did allow smoking. Oh my Cigar gosh. smoking in oh, a restaurant. Sp- oh no, 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 no. yeah. No They'd way. be like, no, you gotta take that out. And especially yeah. a diner this size of this place. Yeah. I mean, even if you have segregated smoking and non-smoking, which it's not like they're separate. It's not like you could actually stop the smoke from traveling. Yeah, to it's the not a walled-off section or anything. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's not like oh no, this is the, the smoke knows to stay on that side of the room. That's right. Yeah. But like you're saying with cigar smoke, it doesn't dissipate the same way a cigarette smoke does. Yeah, it lingers a lot longer. The smell. Uh, the smell is stronger, more pungent. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And he's sitting there just like kick back and smoking a cigar, <laughs> and then it's like I don't know, maybe he got a bunch of money, maybe he did pay them off, and be like, oh, I'm going to smoke my cigars and you're you know here's here's a hundred bucks that's right that's right you're gonna just live with it (laughs) right exactly so that this is the the end of the first season which a lot it's kind of hard trying to call it a first a season because it's five episodes yeah and but this is always like okay they're really they're starting to get a groove going and it's like okay and then now they're they're starting to fill in the jokes and then the second season that actually does really pick up and it actually really does pick up a lot of steam and then I've always noticed in like the the changes and everything sure they're like you know even from the third to the fifth episode here Mm -hmm. you can tell their timing is better Mm -hmm. they seem to play off of each other a bit better better where before they were kind of uh, they it was like the pause effect between each other Mm -hmm. you know it's yeah here's my line no, okay, now I'm getting it back. What am I going to say next? Here you right. go. And, yeah, this seemed to be more of an actual conversation between them. Yeah, they had the, rep- the, the rhythms were better. Yeah, so it definitely was getting better and, and less dragged on as we progressed. So that was nice, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All 
All right, so um, you're feeling on the so you not you not actually seen any of these episodes nope. that we watched. Never. So what? Did, so now that we've watched them, so what was your full take on on the episodes? Good. And now that you and you know where the series, the series went to, right? And seeing this, you can definitely tell that it was hard hard to get it started. You yeah. really can, even with just these three. It was one of those that. Even with the material being dated at some points, right? It still was. It still had its moments of. You can see why it got popular as they started going on with the uh-huh. episodes. But uh, I, I am kind of surprised that it took them so long to kind of get to the point they were at the end of the season. Yeah, you know, because usually with shows. If you're not good by the third, yeah, it, you're done. It, nobody's going to watch. Because right. they're going to be sitting here just twiddling their thumbs going, okay, what now? You <laughs> exactly. know? Exactly. Yeah. If it doesn't move. And this one, it it's still slow. Yeah. You know? It isn't fast-paced. They're they're moving in a direction, but they're just not, they're not at the yeah. speed yet. Yeah. They're not quite catching it quick enough to yeah. keep you interested. And the stand-up in between is kind of... Uh, Oh great! Now I've got to reinvest into the story versus just going through the story. It's it kind of right. you know it kind of takes it totally different, and then you got to come back to it. Right? Exactly. So, Absolutely. Uh, it was kind of an interesting ride. There. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll go ahead and uh, close out. Thank you again for oh, you for doing this, and thank we'll, you. We'll get you back on to do some more later on, maybe at some point. That so. sounds great. Alrighty. Well, and uh, so I'm. We're signing off for this time. All right. Thank you very much, and we'll uh, see you again sometime soon. Okay.